What number even is this show? 769, I think. But I've done Damn. six years of radio shows, too. I'm pretty sure when I first started doing this with you, we were in, like, the 500s. Probably less than that. I've done a lot of shows with you. But I'm just saying, though, it's like... Jump on the show. Oh, I can't because of the time zone. So get up early. Sure. You know? So get up early. Get up late. Start your day with us. There's so many people that like watch the show from the UK. Yeah. That's six hours. We've had people like, oh, I woke up at two in the morning to what? Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing disturbs my slumber. Next. Not even my favorite podcast. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Another live show. Another Friday night. What would Jeff do? Angela, we're on the air. Oh, okay. On the air. Does it fit into your schedule? Huh? Hey everybody, how are you? It's Jeff Gelman, Solid Canine Training. This is the lovely Joel. This is the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a show we do every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is a problem-solving show. It doesn't have to be, but it tends to skew that way. What I mean by that is, if you notice the cadence of the questions, people always ask, you know, how do you stop, how do you stop, how do you stop? And it's anything from whining to biting. Um, unfortunately, these a lot of these answers, they're not, they're not enough. You need to Dig deep into our 5,000 videos, 40,000 posts, 10,000 hours of audio stuff to really go deep into um, our content. We've been putting up a lot more descriptive content out there, and a lot of people are really, really appreciating appreciating it. It seemed to be becoming the, the sound of reason in this bullshit fucking world of dog training. Sorry, yeah. but, it, but it is. It's getting worse and worse and worse. So I think that this was really, really attracting people to us. We also have something called Jeff Gelman Seminar Series. And uh, we've got a new seminar series. It's a five-day mastermind series presented by Jeff and Joel. We don't have the dates yet. We will be doing probably one, if not two of them, in the United States. We're looking at locations right here in Providence where we're based. But we're also thinking about one of my Florida houses. That makes the most sense. Yeah. You know, go head down to Florida. Sunny Florida. Yep, get down there. So we'll, we'll figure out when the dates are and that we'll be launching it. And that'll be um, for, you know, people interested in dog training, experienced dog trainers, even dog owners. I mean, you, cause you'll learn a lot of stuff and, 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 and just the business stuff you learn and the social media stuff you learn and the personal growth stuff you learn and the mindset stuff you learn. And it's going to be a game changer. And that is like across the board. You yeah. don't have to be a dog trainer to learn that stuff. No, no, not at all. So even a, even a business owner that owns a dog, That'd be great for them to do because the stuff they'll learn on the business end is applicable towards what they do. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really, really great. So we're looking forward to that. We'll be launching that probably by the end of the month. We'll announce some dates. At least one of the dates we'll announce. And um, that's also a problem-solving seminar. So you bring your out-of-control, highly dangerous, and anxious, lunging, barking, biting dog to these seminars. Your leash reactive dog to these seminars. Your dog will be doing downstays with 20 other dogs, probably by the end of day one, maybe by day two. Definitely by day two. Definitely by day happens two. Happens all the time. We've got video and photo proof, which is important. Where's the proof? Everybody's got a lot In of the pudding. Everyone's got a lot of big mouths out there, myself included, but it's true. Proof. 
where's the proof? Proof is important. Right. Yeah. Proof is really, really important. So my buddy Gary Wilkes put something up on his page today about the reason why we have such a problem with shelter overpopulation, supposedly, is people not training their dogs. That's actually an outright lie. People don't learn how to correct their dogs. Mm -hmm. People don't know how to correct, apply a punisher to their dogs. It's true. I would say most people in the high 99% of people out there are really good dog owners. Talk to a dog owner today whose dog at two years old, unfortunately, has started biting its wife. And, oh, it must have been the way they were raised. It's like, well, yes, but not the way you think. Right. Lots of love, lots of affection, you know, which is, comes natural. Of course, that's what you do with your dog. But the dog's never been held accountable. And it's not their fault. It's a fault of social media. It's a fault of my industry. It's a fault of all these people that are screaming and yelling, never correct your dog. Well, I'm going to scream and yell. That's a bunch of bullshit. You're being lied to. Of course you correct your dog. Your dog growls at you over the food bowl. What should you do? Your dog growls at you when you're trying to put a leash on its collar to take it for a walk. What should you do? Mm -hmm. You walk by your dog lying on the ground and growls at you. What should you do? If reward it, avoid it. No, you correct it. Now people need to know what a correction is, how to apply a correction. That's what we teach. So you can yell and scream all you want, and I might do my fair share of that tonight. We'll see. There's a little comment box down at the bottom. You ask a comment. Joel reads it. I answer it. For all the folks on YouTube, you can do a top chat. Top chat gets you to the top of the queue. A lot of people like to just throw us some extra cash just to buy some coffee or lunch or Angelo some toys. Um, and uh, here we go. All righty. Um, Jamie Bear. Hi, J&J. So nice to join you both for Frankly Friday. Uh -oh. Can hardly wait for the fun to begin. Uh, Love you guys. Jamie's name in the shows now. Oh, shit. Um, Melissa said good evening, everyone. Hey, Melissa. Glad you're here. Kathy B. Hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B. How are you? Angela, Allie. you want to get a shout out in? You want to say hello? Let's go. Hurry up. Come on. We got a show to Watch do. Hi, guys. There's stuff all over them. All right, get out of here. Hi, guys. Go. Papa, why do you always say that whenever I get my hair up? I say hi, and then you tell me to get out of here. Because I... Because your time's up. Because your time's up. Gotta get you off camera. Next. Kathy B., hey, everyone. Hey, Kathy B., how are you? Allie said, happy Friday. Hey, Allie. Kathy B., I just got the comfort pad with wings put in my e-collar. Still having contact issues. Yeah, you know, we don't use those. I'm not against them. Yeah, I don't like those. But, uh... I just think correct contact with the, the thick fur, with the thick fur contact points. It could be a could be a fit, could be a size placement issue. Next, Ashley. Hey guys, thanks for the tips lately. Making good progress, and it was in the seventies today, so I'll continue to work on that. See you soon. Thank you. Christina said hi, guys. Hey, how are you, Christine? Yeah, Ashley, we're hosting a. She's hosting us down at Holding On Dog Training down mm -hmm. in Pearson, Florida, in February. So we'll be down there. We need 80 degrees and sunny. Yep. Um, S. Bossworth. Hello. The tips have been so much help. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. We got a lot of, not just tips, but full training. Yep. There's no reason to struggle with your dog, not with our free content. Everything is free. Everything is free. If you want my one-on-one -on -one advice, you got to pay for it. If you want hands-on training, you got to pay for it. If you want to go to a seminar, you got to pay for it. But you don't have to pay for it. You could just watch our content. Consume our content. 
true. Oh, geez, it's not in any in any order. Like, of course, <laughs> it's not in any order. It's also free. Right. Next. Uh. Diane, hi, I can't stay, but just wanted to say hey from Canada. Hey, Canada. We can't come and see you, so. <laughs> Alexis said, I need help. Okay. <laughs> no, nothing all, else. Don't we all, Alexis? <laughs> Juanita, question regarding the double down. Now that my dog does this, do you use two different commands or down means down, head down? Um, You can say down means head down if you want to, or you can just say it again, just down, and then the dog's going to down, you can say down again if you want. <gasps> Not going to lie, lately I've been calling it Settle. Makes my life easier. All right. Well, there you go. Megan, hey, guys. Countdown to Florida seminar in less than a month. Yeah. So excited. Megan, let's sell some tickets. Ciao. I tried the spatial pressure exercise, but instead of moving the dog, instead of moving, the dog just stops and doesn't move. Even if I push him with my leg, he doesn't disengage like the one in the video. All right. So just to let you know, we've done that thousands of times with dogs. It doesn't always look good the first couple of times. Okay, so it doesn't always look good, but you are you using leash pops too? Are you using remote pops too? Are you really driving yourself into your dog? I've done that with 200 pound dogs. Dogs historically will move out of the way when you walk into them firmly. So if you stop, the dog doesn't move. So leash pops, pressure, body pressure, next. Can I add on to that? Of course. Because we do get that one out of 100 dogs that will plant mm -hmm. itself. If you have someone to help you, you walk into the dog, they pop the dog away. Yeah. Anyway, J-Ron said, good evening, J&J. &J. Happy weekend. Hey, J-Ron. How are you? Alexis, my dog Sumo, an American bully, is four years old. And when I send him to bed, he starts to gravel and bark and then advance forward to bite me. What do I do? Okay. So number one. Obviously, you taught him go to bed means bark. So what you do is you need to learn how to apply a punisher. This is a classic example of you need to learn how to apply a punisher. Every other trainer out there is going to say throw food toward, at the dog. We do positive reinforcement training. We use food to train dogs. We use clickers to train dogs. We use the yes marker to train dogs. We are fully skilled on food training and reward-based training. We don't talk about much about it on the show because no one's asking me how to train an obedience command. They're asking me like you, how to stop something. You do not teach it an alternative behavior. You learn how to properly apply a punisher. The least expensive way and one of the most highly effective ways to do it is with a bonker. Get yourself a bonker. Look up bonker, how to make a bonker on my YouTube channel. You would say no, and you would throw the bonker. Yes, you throw the cotton towel at the dog's head. And you're calm about it. No bonk. Next. Brandy, how much experience do most of your shadowing folks have before coming to shadow you? My daughter is interested in dog training as a side hustle. She has worked with our dogs over the years, but nothing formal. Thought a shadow with you might be good for her if she is serious. Um, some come with minimal experience, but also we work with some challenging dogs, but why a side hustle when you can make a hundred thousand dollars a year? That's one hell of a side hustle. Your average dog trainer can make more than a first, second, third year lawyer with no college debt. Think about it. Next. 
Emily, follow solid canine training and learn all you need to know about dog training, black holes, and more. Yeah. Angelo. I'm yeah. assuming Angelo had a rant he, today. He threw down some yesterday. He threw down some really good information about black holes. Today he was throwing down information about Jupiter. Nice. You okay? The gas ball. Um, I I don't know what it is every time it's I'm in both this eyes, though. Every time I'm in this office, yeah. like my eyes are like out of control. Um Julie, good evening, J&J. I love the real content. We need more of it. I'm doubling down. I told everybody in 2021 I was doubling down. Doubling down. Next. The double D. Yep. Did I already read Monica? Hi, J&J. Nope, now you did. Emma, five-month-old puppy can hold poop pee throughout the night, and anytime he's put in the crate up to nine hours at a time, mm -hmm. but still pees and poops in the house, even though he goes out every hour and has a consistent eating schedule. So maybe you're letting him out too much. Why is he going out every hour? Teach him duration. Also, is he walking around free? So when he's in the crate, he's contained. So the difference between crate training and housebreaking, that could be it too. Next. Kingdom Canine Training Academy. Have a great weekend. Looking forward to the correct responses. Yes. Thank you. Todd, can't wait for the rant. LOL. Thanks for all you do. I never know when they're coming. Susan, watch some of your videos today. Good stuff. I had no idea there was such a thing as giving too much affection to your dog. Oh, my God. It's the number one reason why dogs are aggressive. Yeah. Did we all hear that? That is the number one reason why dogs become aggressive is too much affection. The overall, the overall consistency we can see of the 10,000 dogs that I have trained, 80% of them being aggressive is too much affection, not enough rules, not enough structure, no consequences for inappropriate behavior, too much free roaming, not enough structure. All sound like good stuff, right? Loving on the dog, giving it freedom. Don't hold it accountable, letting it get away with a lot of things. That sounds like most dogs, right? None of them, not most of those dogs come in here, never on a prong collar, never on a shock collar. This whole thing, this whole conversation that those tools make dogs aggressive mm. is the biggest line of bullshit. It's such a cop-out, cut-and-paste, bullshit snowflake line. It is. It's like calling me a dog abuser. It's the straw man theory. Now it's easy to hate me. Oh, I don't like dog abusers. Jeff's a dog abuser. We'll hate him without doing any due diligence. Shock collars cause aggression. No, no, without doing your due diligence. I don't like, I don't like, I don't like aggression. I don't like shock collars. It's typical, typical, typical mind control. It's like CIA lesson one. Oh boy. Day one of CIA classes. Next. You guys wanted your rant. You got it. Um, Ian, hello to you both from the UK. Hey, love the UK. Fila said, seen you guys' videos for a while now. Awesome. Shelly, hello from Canada. Excited to have joined your Patreon. I'm learning so much. I have three dogs. One is a four-month Great Dane. When is a good time to introduce him to other dogs? And is there a proper way? There's definitely a proper way. There's definitely an improper way. I don't know the dog. I don't know you. I don't know your skill set. I don't know your dog's behavior. And then I don't know the other dogs you're introducing him to. Every single one of those things has a factor. Next. Melissa posted the link to jeffgalmanseminars.com. But to answer your question, now is an okay time, as long as those dogs are safe. Next. Fila said, good work. I learned from your videos with my pity Papoa for the shelter in North Philadelphia. 
you work for the shelter? Oh, anyway, we love Philly. Next. We'll be we'll be close to Philadelphia. Our New Jersey seminar is right across the river. Next. Karina, I haven't done my research yet, but can I use my new e-collars for Punisher correction before I start using them for training? I have a new eight-month puppy, and my 10-year-old female has went after him a few times. Last time she broke skin. So, yes, you can, but there is a absolute training protocol, proper setup, proper safety measures, and it's not just blasting your dog for being aggressive. There's safety protocols that have to be in, that have to be put in place, just like anything else in life. It's not that's not because the remote collar is dangerous. That's because the dog biting is dangerous. Next, um, Emily, settle or all the way down? LOL. Oh, for the double down. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't make a difference. You can say broccoli, pizza. You don't have to say any word. You can just tap tap the remote. Yep. You guys can remember, words are useless to a dog till a dog understands them. Therefore, you can use any word to mean anything. Next. Jennifer, hi, where in Florida? We don't, um, well, well, oh yeah, we do know, I'm sorry. Well, it depends if it's going to be the seminar or the yeah, mastermind. So, so, so mastermind will be in the Sarasota, Bradenton area. That's where I've got houses. And the seminar is in Pearson, Florida. Next. Um, Adrian, hi guys. Every time my dog is off leash in the backyard, he sees a squirrel goes crazy and tries to chase it. I try to call him and he's so tuned out. Should I use the bonker again? No, he's too far away to use the bonker, right? Use the remote collar. Don't call him off of it. Tell him no. So correct the unwanted behavior, then do obedience. Remember that. Correct the unwanted behavior, then do obedience. Next. Mm, Sarah, totally agree. Most of the dogs that come through my shelter seem to have never been corrected. Have been implementing pet convincer for jumping dogs Prong for pulling dogs and have had success with e-collar on an extreme leash biting dog. Eliminated behavior dog, now happy and home. Has yep. been a bit of battle with our pure positive trainer. Of course. We don't agree on training styles, but I'm making progress. Thank you for your content. I love so, it. So, Sarah, the pure positive training. So, first of all, there's no such thing as pure positive. It's impossible. I would challenge that in the highest court of law all the way up to the Supreme Court. There's, it's impossible to do pure positive training. It cannot be done. Now, positive reinforcement training as, as a component can be done, but not pure positive, meaning only thing but positive. So what I would do is the shelter should get rid of that trainer because they're worthless. Because the dogs don't need to learn how to do obedience commands to get adopted. They need to learn how to stop bad behavior to get adopted. Any half-ass human being can learn how to do basic obedience by watching a free video. It ain't rocket science to teach sit, down, heel, place, recall. It is not rocket science, especially on a leash. Dogs are not turned in for that. Dogs are turned in for bad, unwanted behaviors. You know it. I know it. The industry knows it. Therefore, why are we not putting all of our resources in the shelter system and stopping unwanted behaviors? Why? Because we have a bunch of snowflakes that work at shelters that are trying to grow their angel wings by being nice to dogs. I'm not saying be mean to dogs. I'm saying serve dogs properly and get them into homes. Next. Um, $5 top chat from Jennifer. 
Hello and thank you from Eugene, Oregon. I use your channel to train my severely reactive GSD AST. I admire you and all I admire you all and share your content often. Does he need to go out? I don't know. He's having a rough time. Thank you so much, Jennifer. I really, really appreciate it. I was listening to everything you said. I just got an older dog here that's getting worse and worse every day. Next. Um, Kara, dog that I may start training has serious OCD, sucks on blankets, chases snowflakes, and any little leaf or thing that moves. Do I just correct this with e-collar like any other I want to be here? Yeah, say no first and correct. Keep the dog on a leash. Next. Ashley, question on your trainers. If you have a serious intake and not all staff is there to do those, to do those trainers. Wait, what? And not all staff is there. That should be a period. Do those trainers start over? Crate drills asking due to stopping behaviors with one person. And then the new person comes days after. So the, everybody should learn all the basics. Yes. Everyone should do, do crate drills. You can have a dog that does crate drills with the people that are there. The new person comes in and the dog literally blows them off. Mm -hmm. So everybody should stick with the basics on that. Yes. Um, Alexis, I remember that video with the towel. Thanks. I will revisit that video. Totally slipped my mind. Yep. You're welcome. Chow said, thank you. You're welcome, Chow. You're welcome. Um, J-Ron, damn, 100K. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but with, with 100K, that's owning your own business comes a lot of headaches. Mm -hmm. A lot of headaches. That's why a lot of dog trainers will work for a company. They'll make less money, but they're in and out for 40 hours a week. And Nine to five. And they'll make less. But you can easily start your own business making six figures. Easily. It's $2,000 a week, $3,000 a day. $300 a day, excuse me, $300 a day. It's not that bad. Next. Um, Riley, correct for bad behavior at the vet. I muzzle at the vet just as a precaution. No, I just muzzle at the vet. Your vet most likely won't allow you to correct. Next. Cassie, prong collars. I understand measuring the neck for length, but 3.0 or 3.25 millimeter for six-month-old, 70-pound Great Pyrenees, not 4.0 yet, right? So um, let me answer that first. We never go bigger than a 3.0. You can always add links to it. I never measure the neck too. I just like look, I just eyeball it. But yeah, three point is what you need, and then you'll just add links as the dog gets bigger. Next, I'm well, there's more. Continue on, yes. Also, our structured walks are usually an hour. When I begin using the prong, do I go for the full hour or should I start out with shorter periods? Leash manners are not terrible. Different training method with flat collar at puppy school, but he is just beginning to pull reactively and has begun pulling just on the verge of creating tension on the leash. So let me ask you a question. <clears throat> Would you ask that question if we had any other training apparatus on the dog at all? Would you ask me, I'm about to introduce a, I'm, I'm about to put a halter or a, or a chest harness or a martingale on my dog. Would you ask that question if she should do the full hour or not? Chances are you wouldn't. Historically, people would not. So why on the prong collar do people ask that question? Do you know why? They assume it hurts the dog. It doesn't hurt the dog. Can it hurt the dog? I can hang a dog with a slip lead. I can make a dog pass out with a slip lead. I can make a dog pass out with a flat buckle collar. But a prong collar just sits there and it does nothing until you need it to do something. You can take a five-hour walk if you want to. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to your Patreon channel. Thank you. Amy, I wrote you last week with the Dachi pup. 
I scruffed him once and he hasn't done it again. I've learned more from you in the last month than I have learned in the last 10 years of training my dogs. Thank you so much. What do you, what do you, what do you, what do you know on that? So Amy asked a question. I believe her dog was attacking her four or six months old. I think it was six, like five months old. Five months old is a five month old duchy that was attacking her. I don't know, over food or just, oh, just, Coming just in out general. Of the crate. Coming out of the crate. I told her to scruff the dog. And all her, she belongs to a duchy group, a duchy Facebook group. Why don't they just call it the snowflake group instead? Get rid of the word duchy. Let's call it the snowflake dog group. <laughs> Obviously, they don't know shit about the breed. It's so funny that these breed specific, these breed specific groups don't know shit about the own breed that they represent. Hmm. You're trying to tell Isn't me. Isn't that a, weird? A, you shouldn't correct a Dutch shepherd. Are you fucking nuts? Hmm. That dog will be dead before it's a year old. That dog is going to be out of control, maniac, biting everything that moves. But I feel like it's not breed specific, though. I feel like you'd see that response for any. You will. You will. It'll grow out of it. But you oh, will. Oh, use But treats. I'm just saying, though, but when you deal with these duchy groups and Malinois groups and German Shepherd groups, mm. okay, Great Pyrenees groups, those Russian dogs, those huge Russian dogs, mm -hmm. the Tibetan Mastiffs. Yeah. Oh, don't punish those dogs. They don't respond well. Uh, you really want to fucking deal with an aggressive Tibetan Mastiff? Are you fucking nuts? Next. You okay? No. Want to splash water in your face? My eyes are like on fire. Um, you should use some eye drops before the show. It's literally just when I don't know if it's the blinding lights like making me squint. Like something about sitting in this chair. Could be the heaters on. We have this like, new heat. Oh my God. Yeah. My eyes are on fire. Danielle. Shock collars work. Shock your dog. You can't control a couple times, and you can use sound correction once they learn the behavior. 90-pound dog out of control versus a kid. Yeah, shock collars. Use them. So just want to just pre precede that with, just remember, the sound is just a marker. You can do sound and then shock. If you want the sound to have value, you want to make sure you're, you turn your sound into a marker. The last thing I want anybody to be doing is just blasting their dog without, without educating the dog. But yes, if I had a, the concept that we're choosing dogs over kids blows my mind. Next. Joe, very excited about coming to the Providence seminar, coming from New York. So wondering if COVID will be an issue with governor or hotel. I don't know. Governor's not going to be at the seminar. Neither is the hotel. Next. <laughs> um, so Joe, I'm not really concerned about those things, nor am I the police. So it's not my job to police you. And from what I understand, Hotels are letting people check in and check out. Next. I would hope so. Yeah. Uh, Eva, hello. Thank you for your work. I have a high drive working shepherd pup, 10 months, who starts barking when he gets over aroused and yep. excited when he's on place. She's waiting for a ball, for instance. Yep. Would you use e-collar to correct the excited barking? Uh, yes, I would. And you won't take the drive out of the dog. You like Everybody says that. Oh, my God, you'll take the drive out of the dog. No, you won't. No, correct. Bark, no, correct. It's called consequences. It's simple dog training concepts. Bad behavior, mark it, apply a punisher, dog stops. Simple concepts. If you want something, mark the behavior, supply a reward. Simple concepts. Next. Fila, I'm in Philadelphia, but where is the location in Jersey for the seminar? It's um, 
it's on the website. We don't have the exact, we can't give our exact locations anymore because of cancel culture, but it's right across the river. We're, we are 20 minutes, we're 20 minutes away from you. Put it that way. You can go home. We every, usually eat dinner in Philly. You, can eat, you can eat dinner. You can go home every night. Put it that way. If you don't want to get a hotel. Next. Danielle, why do pets get sent back to the pound? I always wondered why they did. It says why they didn't. Why they didn't. Um, dogs get sent back to the back to the pound because a lot of a lot of shelters misrepresent dogs. I know dogs that have bitten five different families. They've been adopted out five times. They've bitten five times. And we keep adopting them out. I find that highly unethical. That doesn't mean they should be put down, but they sure as hell shouldn't be adopting them out until they straighten it out. Next. Hannah, going to start my dog on e-collar this weekend. Just having trouble getting her to be calm. She can be in place for up to an hour and still be very perky, especially when putting a collar on her. So use the bonker. Bonker is, is, is good for over arousal. It's not just for an aggressive dog. No bonk. Next. Ashley, hello. I have a Pyrenees mix. She is dog and kid reactive. She's learned to get behind us when she is uncomfortable and we deal with it. Is that okay or should we do something different? It's not about you dealing with it. That's proper. So you've got a dog. They used to, when it saw a kid and a dog, would walk in front of you and lunge and bark, correct? But now all of a sudden the dog is walking behind you. So if you're struggling with alcohol and drugs and you see a bar and you walk into the bar, well, you're going to have a problem staying sober. If you stay out of the bar and at the beginning of your journey, you maybe don't go down the street that has the bar. Maybe you walk on the other side of the street that has the bar. Maybe you grab onto your friend and you say, please don't allow me to go in that bar. Maybe you stop two blocks away and call your sponsor and say, I'm about to walk by a, my favorite bar and I want to go in. Help me walk me through this, please. Then that's what you do. It's called rehab. It's called rehab. This concept that dogs are supposed to go from badly behaved to, to really well behaved without anything in between is an outright blatant lie. It's going to look a little bit messy sometimes. We show the messy middle, which opens us up to massive amounts of criticism. And I'm like, really? So we're the only ones that are working with nervous, fearful, anxious dogs that don't want to do anything, that don't always look picture perfect? I find that hard to believe. Next. Um, Danielle, she stopped hunting down deer with it. LOL. All right, nice. Oh, the bonker. Yep. Ava said, thank you so much. You're welcome, Ava. That's it right now? Because you haven't got any rants. What's there to rant about? Anything. I got nothing to rant about. I mean... I don't think we've ever run out of questions this early in the show. I'm, no, well... You complained that I freaking I viewed last week. It was like at seven oh eight, and we. Well, it was ridiculous. It's seven oh eight. It's already seven thirty. Well. So I mean, what do you want me to do? I don't know. My eyes. I know me. it's really driving me nuts. It's driving you nuts. Yeah, well, you're, you live you're, with it. It's like razor blades in my eyes. I eye. know where you're on video. Sorry, guys. I mean, people listen to the to the podcast. Oh, yeah, too. thanks for watching the podcast. Yeah. So let me give you a deep. So Joelle keeps rubbing her eye if you're listening to the podcast. Oh my god, it hurts visual. so bad. Um, geez, Emma said, "What age is okay to start on a prong?" 
Um, depending on what you're doing, using it for, but you can start getting the dog used to it at 14 weeks old. Just don't correct with it. Just start getting them used to the, the concept of the pressure. Next. Ole, that's a nice German Shepherd painting in the back. Oh, thank you. Um, the Geography Channel. My mini Aussie is constantly smelling, trying to hump female dogs at the park. Is there any way other than neutering that I can stop this behavior? The neutering won't stop, just to let you know. We have we have we have dogs that have been fixed that still do that behavior. Yeah, you correct it. You correct it. Remote collar on, correct it, but make sure you use the remote collar for some other correction first. But yeah, you're telling your dog that that's not acceptable. It's called a consequence. All right. You smell the bush, you get corrected. Hi, Papa. Hey, how are you, honey? Good. Good. What are you up to? YouTube. You want to throw down some uh, knowledge at all on the show? Talk about Jupiter or black holes? Runs away. Papa, I stopped watching my educational videos hours I know, but you want to tell it? You want to educate people about, like, Jupiter? Yeah, I got nothing. You sure? Yeah, I got nothing. Black holes? Nope. Nothing at all? I already explained what those were. Yeah, but these people didn't hear it. All right, next. We tried. Uh, Todd, have you ever had a trainer who was anti-Jeff come back after time and say, you know what? You were right about corrections. Um, many. Many, 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 many. And many have, have come back and not told me that. But yes. But, but it's not that I'm right about corrections. It's about that reality is right about corrections. Mm -hmm. I'm just the messenger. Like, this is not, like, I'm not the dog trainer that corrects dogs. Like. <laughs> the only one. Like, there's 228 million dogs in, 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 in the U.S., I think. We've got a huge amount of dogs here. I am not the only one that corrects a dog. At least one million people, if not more, do apply some sort of punisher to their dog. Probably almost everybody does. Most people are doing it wrong and ineffectively. They think they but, are. But, but like, I'm not the only one. Every colleague that I know corrects their dog. And I know also positive only trainers and they correct their dog. They're just lying to you. I know many positive only trainers that go home put remote collars on their own personal dogs. During the day, e-collars are bad. Go home at night, e-collars are good for their dog. Many of them. You're all being lied to. Sorry, you're being lied to. And I'm tired of it because you know who pays? The, dog, the average dog owner pays for it because they're getting they're hearing a message over and over and over again meanwhile all the professionals out there are sort of doing what i'm doing now i work with some extreme dogs therefore some of the corrections are extreme but even with young dogs they're doing it sorry even with easy dogs they're doing it how do you get a dog to even by the way guys service dogs are corrected Military dogs are corrected. Everybody thinks they're not. They are. 
you better correct a service dog if you want it to be reliable. That service dog better be reliable. That service dog better not overtask. What I mean by overtask is, do you know that seizure alert dogs and diabetic alert dogs and and elderly support, you know, dogs that do support, they're trained to dial 911. Imagine your dog dialing 911 when you're sitting down watching Gilmore Girls. Like, what seems to be the problem? Nothing. Cable's fucking working just fine. Could you, so how do you get a dog to not dial 911 when it's not supposed to? You have to correct it. You can't reward it more for dialing 911. They already mastered the 911 thing. Those dogs have to be corrected for dialing 911 when they're not supposed to. It's incredible. Like people are, they're, they're, they're being lied to, and I'm tired of it. So what do I do? I yell, I scream, I rant, I get hate. But who benefits in the end? The dogs and you guys. Next. Got your rant. Emma, yeah, has been very straightforward answers tonight, LOL. Yeah, that's what I got. I mean, just tonight, every night, Emma. Come on. Monica, for the people complaining that videos aren't organized, searching is simple. Not only is I was just watching a video of yours from eight years ago. Yep. Not only Monica is searching and simple, they're free. Mm. They're free. So many people will be like, can you send me a link? I'm like, no, I can't send you a link. I'm not trying to be a dick. Okay. I save all my dick my dickness for the show. But it's like, that means I got to look it up. I got to cut and paste and send it to you. I got to do the same thing you're doing. I don't have access. Like, I don't have a, mem a, a mental library of where all my videos are. I don't know. Which show talks about this? I've done a thousand fucking shows. I don't know. Jump on the show and ask the question. What number even is this show? 769, I think. But I've done Damn. six years of radio shows, too. I'm pretty sure when I first started doing this with you, we were in like the 500s. Probably less than that. I've done a lot of shows with you. But I'm just saying, though, it's like, Jump on the show. Oh, I can't because of the time zone. So get up early. Sure. You know? So get up early. Get up late. Start your day with us. There's so many people that like watch the show from the UK. Yeah. That's six hours. We've had people like, oh, I woke up at two in the morning to watch. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nothing disturbs my slumber. Next. Not even my favorite podcast. Um, Karina, the e-collar directions say use tone. You all don't. Recommendations, thoughts? So the e-collar directions say use tone. for in what? But I need context. What context is it? Ooh, they, I think it says before the Punisher. They so if it. you can use tone as a marker, that's fine. But if you're using tone as a Punisher, it's useless. That's like me blowing a whistle and expecting the dog to come back. It hasn't been trained on recall on the whistle yet. So which, which, which is there, there has to be context to it. You can use tone, but I need to know what, for what though? What am I using tone for? 
There's got to be some context to it. And if it's use tone only, then why does it have shock? Why don't they just make a tone collar? <laughs> it's true. Right? But people use tone because it's because it's supposed to be friendly. I can make a dog deathly afraid of tone if I want to. I can make a dog excited to hear tone if I want to. All depends on what happens afterwards. Tone is just a marker. So in dog training, everybody should learn how to properly mark a behavior. How to charge a marker. Ooh, let's yeah. make a video on that. Yeah. You don't have to charge it. Just do it as you go. Yeah. You know what I mean? No gets charged pretty quickly. Sure does. Why can't yes get charged pretty quickly? It does. I know. That's what I mean. Just go as you go. Dog will figure it out after like half a dozen reps. Yeah. Oh, click. Oh, I get food. Right. No. Oops. Something uncomfortable happens. That's true. I don't think I really charge the markers. No. No. Next. Um... Poppy, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Really great to meet you this morning, Jeff. Looking forward to getting on your Patreon. Yeah, Poppy, great conversation. It was really nice to meet you, too. Poppy did a one-on-one -on -one virtual conversation with me. I do one-on-ones around the world. It's really, really great. I love them. I love spending 30 minutes to an hour with somebody and changing their lives. Next. Emma, he's five and a half months old and only 30-pound pit bull. Already pulls. Thinking prong collar. Just don't know if he's too young. No, he's not too young, Emma. No. Emma! How long have you been on this fucking show? I know, show? Emma. You've been Emma, on this show for a while. Not long only how time. long have you been on this show, how long have you owned this five-month-old dog that's always five months old? No. Yes. No. Yes. She's been on the show for <laughs> over two months, and her dog is still fucking five months old. Really? Yes. Are you in denial how old this dog is? Do you want this dog to stay a puppy for the rest of its life? Is that what's going on? Next. Our little puppies are going to be six months old soon. I know. They're growing. I still got to find a groomer. They're at like the fun stage now. I mean, Courtney, we were just saying that today. Like, if they're anybody so knows, fun. If anybody knows of a good groomer, uh, they, the owners want a mobile groomer in Rhode Island that'll come out to Providence to groom these two little doodles. They love e being groomed, e too. E they e love email it. Email me. Next. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank you. Everybody join Joelle's Patreon channel. It's, it's well worth it. Nicholas, best way to integrate a new female with my male who can be fearful? I don't know. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know your... So this is the thing. And I, and I just say this because I don't know you, your dog, the new dog, or your yeah. skill sets. Mm -hmm. The best advice I can give is slow and steady. Don't try to get them to be your friends. Try not them to kill each other. Work on migration. Work on existence. And literally don't be too pushy with them. Correct any unnecessary behavior. Um, where are we? Have questions we? now. I know. Monica, for a dog that constantly runs away from me at home, she's a spaz. Would you recommend me teaching her come or kennel up first? You can just, the first thing I would recommend is keeping a long line on the dog. Don't let her run away from you. Keep a short line on her and just keep her with you for now. But I would definitely train recall. Next. Uh, Ole, did you ever train a Caucasian Shepherd? Mm. Yes, I have. And the breed doesn't matter. I mean, Caucasian Shepherd Facebook groups think it does, but but it doesn't. But yes, I have. Uh, um, Kathy B, working on spatial pressure, 180s. I'm not important to these dogs as I should be, but getting there, becoming more handler aware. Yeah, good for you, Kathy. Ashley, we have a high ball drive blue healer. He is obsessive yep. with it. Yep. 
we take it away, but still has trouble not coming down from us taking it away, yep. as in getting a stick or anything else. We take it away and make her sit or lay down. Any advice? Yeah, I mean, you can actually correct. You can bonk the dog for not coming down. It's true. It's so funny because everyone's afraid of stressing out dogs. So Ashley, is that was Ashley that said that? So when yeah. Ashley when Ashley takes away that ball from that dog, stress that dog gets massively Massive stressed stress. out. Yep. And everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, don't you shouldn't like you shouldn't stress out the dog." Literally taking a ball away from a high drive ball dog, crazy stress. high drive ball crazy dog. Yep. Creates massive stress. Yep. Sure does. It's considered actually a punisher. Yep. Withholding a reward. Yep. And everyone's like, no, it does. Yes, it does. Massively stressed out. Big time. Next. And then it becomes neurotic. Like, yes, hunting for random shit to play with instead. Yes. But Wes would always So do. instead, no bonk. Yep. Next. Um, Katie. Hey, do you guys new to your dogs? And I allow my dog to bark and jump while playing tug. Is that okay? He doesn't do it if we aren't playing. Thanks, so, so second of all, neutering is a choice. What we do has no, no, no relevance to what you do. We are not the experts on spay and neuter at all. We are just dog owners and dog trainers. That's medical advice. I don't give out medical advice. The only thing I can say is every fixed, every dog we've got in that's been aggressive, and that's a shitload of them, has been de-sexed. So... But when it comes to tug, I growl back at the dog. They Make jump. It. Oh yeah, that's what that's what tug's all about. Next, Kingdom Canine Training Academy. Do you have a contract or agreement with your clients? Expectations at home from now on: toys, new routine, obedience, fifteen minutes a day, split in a couple sessions, marker importance, etc. Well, it's not that, that's not in the contract. We we do a boarding train contract, but it's more of just like you're signing up for a boarding train. But during the, the we, we, we put together a 90-day go-home, uh, Kingdoms Canine, a 90-day go-home plan for them, and we give it to them. It's like, this is how your day should look, you know, you know for the next 90 days, sort of setting up a, a boarding train at their own house to make sure that the training sticks and to also help them change their pattern of thinking. Next. Sarah, so over being chewed out on other forums for using a prong collar on my leash reactive dog just because he's a golden. So I would jump off those forums. They yeah. don't have any use in your life. Nope. They have no use in your life. You're better off. It's like it's worse than a political forum. Like, what's the excuse for not using a, what's their excuse for using a prong collar on a golden? What, goldens are sensitive? They're sensitive. It's a sensitive dog? Really? You haven't met the goldens that I've, that I've met. Have I met really friendly Goldens? Of course I have. Tons of them. Have, have I met Goldens that have no problem biting you in the face? Sure have. But none of that has to do with the prong collar. The, the happiest-go-lucky Golden can be used a prong collar on. It has no negative ramifications at all. You can use a remote collar on a Golden. There's no negative ramifications at all. Everybody thinks that like this, the their breed of choice is like special. Just to give you a wake up call, your dog ain't that fucking special. Damn. Next. Damn, you're just gonna leave it like that too, fucking cliffhanger. Thought you were gonna go on more of a rant. No, I ranting enough. We got now we got questions. All right. 
And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean your dog's not special to you, but I mean it's like in the training world, sure, yes, certain breeds need certain requirements. I'm not going to discount that, but I'm a pet dog trainer. Okay, I don't care what breed of dog you are, you can't bite me. I don't care what breed you are, you can't pull on a leash. I don't care what breed you are, you can't bark out the front window. That's what I'm talking about. I'm giving pet dog training advice. Next. Todd, to clarify, do not hide behind the truth is what I meant. I found it very difficult for any trainer to be clear on correction when I first had my dog. Then I found you. That's because they're wimps and pussies. That's because they're afraid of the pushback. That's because they're afraid that people won't hire them. Do you many people I talk to every day, they find out that I correct dogs, they're like, thank God. The, the marketplace is getting smart, guys. Sure are. The marketplace knows that not correcting your dog doesn't work. Joelle's putting up a video probably tomorrow. It shows day one of that dog bear pulling me literally around the training room. <laughs> literally. Literally. Dragging, dragging your ass. Dragging my ass. Thank God I was sort of ready for Thank it. Thank God you were there. That would have been me and Courtney fucking eating shit. That would have been like that flying through the air. It would have been the two of us like hanging on to each other. Hey, Jeff, I took aviation classes today. Holy shit, what'd that cost? Oh, for free. I was grabbing on this dog's leash. I was flying through the air. Literally. Would you have a jetpack on? I don't know. Just a pull. Just a 150-pound pullman dog. Literally. And meanwhile, two days later, three days later, it's in Home Depot doing a perfect heel in a high distraction area. So again, proof is in the pudding. Next. Um, Tracy, I'm a dog trainer and I correct dogs. I would hope so. Next. The geography channel. Where should I get the remote collar from? You can get it from Amazon. You can buy it from us, but Amazon's cheaper. Go to our website, solidcanontraining.com. Go into the shop. Look at the, look at the e-collars we use. Get the mini educator. Go on to go on to Amazon. If Amazon is cheaper, buy it from Amazon. Next. Or you can support your local small business. You could if you want to. Emily, good to know. You're welcome. Kingdom Canine Training Academy. Also, how do they live, interact at home, outside? Everyone in home on the same page with commands, expectations, or avoid dog. I can't afford to refuse half my clients because they're ignorant and lazy. <laughs> So you can absolutely, absolutely put level of expectation there as well. But it's not a contract. It's just like, this is the level of expectation I'm looking for you guys to do because you want them to win. You want them to win. Make it, an make it an educational moment. Make a video, Kingdom Canine. Make it a video mm -hmm. saying, saying, this is the expectations that, that that I want uh, that I'm asking of you to do. I'm going to do my job. This is the job I'd like you to do, and be proactive about it. Be proactive, but trust me, I don't want to refuse clients either. But I also don't want to, to have somebody pay a ton of money for something. My staff work their ass off, and then the owner not do their job. I don't give a shit about ratings or. Or, or, or any of that shit, or, or, or reviews, or <laughs> testimonials. It's more about I want the owner to win. And I want to try to save the damn dog's life. Next. The way you're wording stuff tonight, like, I just can't. I'm probably cracking up this whole show. 
How am I wording stuff? I don't care about ratings or any of that shit. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Like, I don't know. It's the way you're saying stuff. I think it's funny. You just don't care anymore. <laughs> Jeff's just done giving a shit. Well, I like it. I do care. I care so much. No, we like about silly stuff like that, though. Oh, political correctness? Yes. No. No PC. No fucking PC at all. In fact, if your initials are PC, you're not even allowed in the building. <laughs> Paul Costello, can't let you in. Imagine that you're going to email tomorrow. Paul. I heard I Paul, Paul, Paul calls me up. Jeff, I want to hire you, but I'm, I'm, willing to do it, your but I'm, I'm willing to do it in the parking lot if I have to. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. You can't be within a hundred foot radius of the building either. I can't. I can't. Hoku canine training. Uh, oh no. Wait. Shelly, counter surfing. My aim and timing is shit. And I throw like a wimp. <laughs> Can I say no and walk up to him and bonk him pretty yep. soon? Yep. He'll be tall enough to put his chin on the counter. I need to nip it in the butt yep. now. Too young for e-collar correction. Yep. You say no. As long as your marker word is proper. You've got time to apply a punisher. It does not have to be 1.37 seconds with a fucking metronome going back and forth. All right? They use that for the food delivery system. You have to deliver a reward every 1.37 seconds in cadence with a metronome. It's a really well-known trainer that fucking said that shit. So it's like, no. So you can say no. I chase a dog down if I have to. Next. Um, Hoku canine training. I've been working with a dog on submissive peeing for four months. Sure, this luck. dog's in a structured environment and is well trained. Any advice on how to fix this? She pees a little less, but still every day. So she's pees a little. So you're making progress. It's like so you've been working with her for four months. I imagine that's in, a, in, a, in an at home. You're going to the people's home. Are they are they doing the same thing? Or are they getting the dog all excited and all wild up? Next. Um, Yashi, if you use a squirt bottle, do you have water in it or a vinegar mix? We use um, battery acid. Stop! We use water. We use water. No vinegar. That would burn the dog's eyes. We use water. But it's funny, though. What you can do is carry a water bottle. What you do is you carry a water bo bottle. And um, if you have an off-leash dog that rushes you, you spray it in the face with um, the water bottle. And if the owner like says, what are you doing? You just be like... I'm just spraying acid in your dog's face. Oh my god! It's a joke, guys. It's a joke. I don't encourage people to do that. Oh my god! He's encouraging people to spray dogs in the face with acid. Mm -hmm. Oh my god! Next thing you know, they'll be like over at the Capitol building spraying people. Next, Melissa, what is the best solution to having an off-leash dog? Uh, train it to be off-leash. Solution? Off-leash training. So, Melissa, start with on-leash obedience. Unleash obedience. Make make sure you're relevant to the dog. A lot of dogs are not. A lot of owners are not relevant to their dogs. Everything else is more important than them. Start working on remote collar training. All your basic foundational work. Train an incredible, impeccable recall that's off leash. You start that on a short line, then you go to a long line, and then you proof it. It's going to take some time. It's going to take hundreds and hundreds of reps. It's a lot of work to get an off-leash reliable dog. Next. Um, $10 top chat from Jessica. I thought this was a home improvement channel. I was wrong. LOL. 
Here's ten dollars for Joelle's morning coffee. Oh, for my morning coffee. Why is everybody buying her fucking coffee? <laughs> Thank you, Jessica. Things are good in New Jersey, though. Einstein is making improvement. Thank you for the vid. Stay safe. You're welcome. It's like you do realize that in the morning when we come back from the gym and we stop for coffee, I fucking pay for it every time. Why does um, she get the money? Who just fucking bought you this? See this, guys? I'm like Jeff. You seem sad today. I bought this for you. You're welcome. I did thank you already. Yes. Bought your coffee. Thanks. I would hope so. They're fucking paying you cash. <laughs> <laughs> I used the fan money. <laughs> Next. Um, Monica, search failed me today. I tried to find the show where you talked about throwing down $100 bills to get you off Joelle's boob. I couldn't find it. LOL. It was priceless, Jeff. So, Melissa, see if we can find that one. Melissa, see, Melissa knows what shows. She uh, does. Melissa knows the shows. Uh, shoot, I got bumped. Karina, it was all obedience training. They don't go over correction. Probably in a school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's just fine. I mean, everybody should learn baseline obedience. That's fine. But now you have to learn how to stop an unwanted behavior. Your, your skill set as a dog trainer will be limited... If all you do is learn how to train a dog to do stuff, that's an important component. But you need to learn how to train your dog how not to do stuff. Next. Um, Ashley, keep ranting. Owners love their dogs, but they're struggling ridiculous these days. Many decent dogs suffering from anxiety, stress, etc. They want to help them, but one thing missing is correcting. You know, Ashley brings up a good point that people think that Correcting a dog is going to make it worse, mm -hmm. especially the anxious, fearful, nervous dogs. Mm -hmm. Nope. Now, when you do it proper, right. it gives them clarity. Yeah. Now I've got clarity. Yep. Now I've got clarity. Yep. It's no different than life. It's no different than life. Imagine, you know, there's sometimes there's things we can't control that happen to us in life. And... So say an event in your ha happens in your life. So I'll give you a good example. Can I talk about your divorce? Sure. Okay. So Joelle is coming up on, what, three years mm -hmm. since she found out she was going to be divorced? Joelle found out about three years ago, like literally, I remember the day. I remember the day you called me up crying. And I rushed down here. Um, and we talked for a while. And we came up with a plan. Mm-hmm. We came up with a plan. Where are you going to live? Where are you going to work? And don't worry. I'll make sure you're all set. That yeah. was the gist of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know how you... I never asked you how you felt that day after that day. But I imagine... Of course, it didn't make up for the fact that you were going through a divorce at the time. Yeah. But if we wouldn't have had that conversation, not having that plan would have like... Oh, my God. Not been good. No. No. The, 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 the internal pain and discomfort would have lasted and the, the, the uh, uh, lack of knowing what you're going to do would have lasted for a very, very long time. So I didn't take away any sadness or pain or anger, but what I did probably take away is now there's some sense of security that in a way you'll be okay or you'll have a spot to deal with all that stuff and not have to worry about like where you're going to live, where you're going to work. Mm -hmm. So 
that wasn't me giving you a punisher, but it did bring you clarity, a little bit of clarity. So when you apply a punisher to somebody, it says you're not allowed to do that. That gives the dog clarity, which increases their confidence. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just the way it works. It's just the way it is. You're removing all their options. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't okay. do that. Okay. I guess I'll do this. Okay. I guess that this is what I'll do. Hey, glad to know. How many people struggle with indecisiveness? I do. I'll go on all day a tangent about some. What fucking color should I paint my wall? I was just gonna use. I was just gonna say. And like literally, until somebody like I wish somebody could just be like, "This is the color you're painting it. Get over it." My life would be so much easier. But it's like when you have all those decisions to make. Man, that stuff will haunt you at night. Yep, sure will. <laughs> anyway, it's 7.59 and we just went on the craziest tangent. Oh, my Let's God. Do one more question. Um, Jennifer, how do I get my 11-month shepherd used to my neighbor's new puppy? Two neighbors with new puppies. Do I let the dogs meet? Um, I would be really careful. Wait, wait, is it three puppies? How do then? I get my 11-month shepherd used to my neighbor's oh, new puppy? So this is the thing. You know, a lot of the 11 months old is the, like, beginning of the dick stage. Okay, so it's possible that your dog might not like two high drivey young puppies jumping in its face. It might love it. It might be like, this is awesome. This is great. But when that dog turns 13, 14, 15 months old, keep an eye on things. It might not be so awesome anymore. So you're at a very critical stage in the dog's life. But again, I don't know your skill set. I don't know the dogs. I don't know your dog. But but. Slow and steady, I always say. Slow and steady. And on that note, no. On that note, we're going to go. It's uh, 8 0, 0 Time to go. Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. The lovely Joelle. And I'll take everybody um, on a nice ride on uh, Monday. All right? A nice ride. Nice, a nice roller coaster. Nice roller coaster ride. Good night, everybody. <laughs>